All right. Hi, everybody, and welcome to Wednesdays with Julia. And I'm very excited this particular Wednesday because I have a very special guest, um, Lauren Marie, who is – I'm not sure where you – where were you raised, Lauren? Just outside of Washington, D.C. Okay. And then you were a San Francisco girl in the time that I've known you, and now you're an Australian woman. That's right. I'm an Aussie. Um, So she – and Lauren has been a certified facilitator with Access for a long time. I remember when I first started doing Access, I looked through all the profiles, and she was the prettiest girl. So I messaged her. That's funny. Yeah. (laughs) And I messaged her and was like, can you tell me all about Access Consciousness? And I haven't looked back since. But – so, yeah, Lauren has worked with Access a lot, and shes I've heard amazing things about her facilitation, and now she's um, the mummy of two twins, a boy and a girl, and she is married to an Australian gentleman and is living in Australia. Um, so I know that there's, there's so many questions and there's lots to talk about in terms of conscious parenting, and um, so I'm just really excited to have you and, and welcome. Well, thank you, Julia. I'm so excited about this show and um, talking about the joy of being a mommy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So, so yeah. So, when did you like? Um. Just tell us about you know, how, like, when you became a mom and what it was like and and the tools and how it applied and and I'm not quite sure where to start, but. Well, um, okay, yes. (laughs) Well, this was not something that I had planned, and I wasn't really sure I ever wanted to have kids. And um, I guess, um, well, it's been about a year now uh, ago that they were conceived. And, um, yeah, just found out that I was pregnant and went in and to have that verified and the whole time thinking it must be a mistake. Uh, and uh, <laughs> going into the doctor and he, you know, found the heartbeat and everything and then said, uh, but hang on, I need to take a closer look because I think there's something else, which is when I thought for sure he would discover that this was actually like, like some cancerous tumor or something growing inside, <laughs> <laughs> which is, which instead he said, actually, there's, two heartbeats and you're having twins and then I definitely um, fell on the floor and and was completely shocked because not only was I not planning to have one baby but two was a total beyond for me so that was how it started and um, at the time I was um, visiting Dylan in in Australia and we um, you know were traveling around doing classes and we we had a choice to make, you know, which was like, do we have these kids? And, you know, at that point, I, I did call Gary Douglas, the founder of Access, and said, like, holy shit, I just found out I'm having twins, and, you know, I don't know what to do. And really, um, I, I considered all all of my options and looked at the energy of what it would create for not only me, but for the world and for Dylan and for them to have them or to not and that if the energy when I asked what what the world would be like in five years 10 50 100 500 to have them was I've never even perceived an energy that was so light and expansive and just made me wow. want want to cry like in a good happy way so I 
we chose to have them, and so now they're here, and they're four months old. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, And it's kind of like, I don't know, I just find that so many people have kids sort of as like a reactive creation rather than the way you chose. Like, you really made a choice, and, like, it was a very active, like, am I going to choose to create this in the world or am I not going to choose to create this in the world? Well, as Gary says, it's the one sexually transmitted disease you can never get rid of, so I do recommend <laughs> you <laughs> you actually give it some serious thought and and, and question it and, and look at the energy if you are if you are considering and, and for that to be a conscious choice and have it be, even if I had, it's like I could have decided to have them and not had it even be a conscious choice. Like it, it really, there was a moment where uh, like you can just go into things blind and, or you yeah. can stop and really, and really look at what is this choice going to create. And even though the outcome would be the same, like having a kid, um, but taking that time to really look at the choice and have it be a choice, every moment beyond that, every moment since then, I always had in my awareness that this was a choice I was making, not this happened right. to me or not I'm stuck or not. That's I, cool. you know, so that that's huge, you know, for anything that you're doing for it to be a choice. And even if you end up doing the same thing you would have done without that moment, it, it it changes everything to really have it be a conscious choice. If that makes sense. Totally. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Because so many parents, and I mean, not even just parents, like anywhere, it's like we become victims to our choices rather than like, wow, what am I actually creating here that's greater than what I can imagine? And like, where, yeah. like, what is this? Where am I going with this? Right. Well, it's like we don't want to we don't want to be that aware that we're the powerful creators that we are, and when right. you take a moment to acknowledge that you everything that you're doing is a creation, and even to not look at the choices you're making is a choice. So whether you like it or not, you're choosing. So what is it that you would like to be choosing, and what if that could be um, right. a choice you would make with more awareness? Right. Hmm. Absolutely. So. So, I just want to know, what, like, what was it like? Like, even for me as somebody who has never had kids, it's like, like, what was it like? Like, like the pregnancy and like, and like, like, how did you apply the tools to it? And like, what kind of things came up? Well, um, the pregnancy was, I, I would say, from what I've heard from other people, relatively easy and. I don't know if I'd ever do that again. It was still really, really intense. Um, mm-hmm. It's especially having to, it, it, everything was multiplied. It's like the the um, intensity in my body, the smells were the worst, actually. It wasn't, um, it wasn't so much when I would eat food or not eat food getting nauseous, but it was like everything that, the intensity of my senses was so amplified. So smells were really really intense and most smells in this world are not that great (laughs) that was not that fun um and then when you when you get further along in the pregnancy it's like just being you know that huge and like 
uncomfortable and having trouble sleeping and all of that. But I did without the tools of access. I don't, I, I don't know how I would have made it through. I mean, I definitely had my bars run a ton. You know, there was three of us in there, so I had to get my bars run. I think three times as much for right. all of us, and um, that helped. Can a you ton. talk a little and, and, bit about like? Can you kind of go into that just as like a side note right now, like bars and pregnancy and like what did change for you? Well, I don't know what it would have been like without them, but it definitely, (laughs) (laughs) thank God, Um, anytime I was, anytime I was having, you know, just, just not feeling well, feeling sick, tired, like um, uncomfortable, grumpy, having, you know, hormonal bitch moment, like whatever it would be, um, you know, Dylan is sweet enough to, (laughs) um, do you need your bars run? Yes! (laughs) You need my bars run! Um, and it takes it at at worst it would take the edge off you know and make it manageable and at best it was like waking up to just being like happy again and feeling great so um, it it helped me to get through a lot of really like the hard times in pregnancy that everybody does have and even with you know even with all the best tools that you have available it's still a really intense time for your body it goes through probably the most rapid change of anything that you would have as you know in your lifetime the the period of like pregnancy things change very quickly and your body changes really quickly and grows a human being or two so um yeah, yeah i just if anyone's listening and is pregnant or planning on getting pregnant please like learn about bars and have them at your disposal because you will need them. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You know, and it's funny. I uh, have a girlfriend who, I guess she had her son about, well, maybe he'd be nine months old by now. And I ran her bars. I didn't see her very often. So maybe three or four times during the pregnancy. And she said that she had the shortest, easiest labor and the baby mm. came out, and there was just, like, there's definitely something different about your kids. You can tell from the pictures. And there was <laughs> definitely something different about her yep. son. And she doesn't even do access, but this kid is so there and so on and yeah. so present. I was just yeah. like, holy shit, I don't know what we did with those bars. But we definitely <laughs> created a different life for this kid. I'm like, I'm sure it created an di- entirely different future just from those yeah. couple of times. Yeah, and I think for for everything that my body did go through, it was um, made dramatically easier with, with the bars. Yeah. So, yeah, and they, they, are, they are a bit different, those kids that have access and, <laughs> and that get their bars run even while they're in utero. <laughs> they do. They're... they're beautiful i don't know it's just a, it's a different life it's like that they just don't have the same crap most of the time hmm. and they're usually bright and different and aware they are definitely brighter and more aware which as you guys may know doesn't always make things easier a lot of times they <laughs> last night <laughs> last night we went to this ceremony dylan became a official australian citizen because he's actually from south africa and um so we went to this ceremony last night there was i don't know hundreds of people there and <laughs> you just have to see i have to post this picture of preston his, his face just like his eyes were so big and he's just like 
whoa. And we were just like, it's okay. Like, they're just crazy people. You don't have to, you know, <laughs> do anything with them. You can tell they're just like, this is different. Like, this is weird. And they are really, really super aware of um, their surroundings. And we live out in, in this beautiful, like, nature preserve where mostly what they're aware of is space and birds and kangaroos and, like, um, you know, rain and it's like it's right. a lot different than the than the stuff that goes on in people's heads and in the world. So when we go around a bunch of people, they're definitely like, ah, you know, kind of it's which is it's great to start. You know, we've already started using the tools with them and and asking them who does this belong to, and you don't have to do anything. We can return it to sender and like expand out and where's your space mm-hmm. and. You know, where are you, Preston? Where's Where's Happy Preston? And he'll just like, and he'll like take a breath Aww. and start smiling. And it's like, okay, there you are. Like, you don't have to, you know, do anything with that person or heal their body or, you know, you just you're right. aware of their of of the other people around you. Um, <sighs> so, can you imagine being taught that from one day old? <laughs> <laughs> it's like what if we are creating a world where that is that is the case, you know, and totally. for me I, I do wish I had had the tools when I was their age and I have them now, so it's like we, we do the best with what we had and and now those of us who have better tools are sharing them with you know, the world by being that difference, which is the which is the most important thing. And I know that they'll grow up even if they don't choose to like do access or whatever it doesn't matter they they'll be more of them because we've given them that awareness as they're growing up yeah yeah they're lucky kids hmm. so um so what else like i mean with like i know that you're still working a lot and i see that you're doing you know telecalls and, and lots of different things and so how do you how do you juggle mommy and work? And that's a good question. Um, <laughs> I don't have a schedule. I'm really lucky to have um, a stay at home dad. Uh, there's dad is stay at home dad, so that I can take um, time. And I have an office that's separate from the house, and so it's quiet. And those are my requirements going into. Um, oh, that's to nice. Do you, have, do you have like where's your office? Well, it's just a separate, we have two, our house is split in two, so it's um, like a guest room and office across the, you know, little veranda from our regular part of our house, so you, for the most part, can't hear screaming unless it's very loud, and <laughs> um, that was something that I was looking at was like, you know, I do need to have a separate space that could be quiet so I could do telecalls and, um, you know, video conferences and hangouts and meetings and whatever um, shows like this without without the noise. But I didn't want to have to leave and go to an office, you know. This, this is um, right. one of the perks of my job is that I can do it from anywhere and being being close to them and, and able to hop back over if they need me or, you know, um, is really important. So that's that was one thing that I created as a, a way to make it more ease. And since there's two of them, it really is like seven full-time jobs for both of us. So it's kind yeah. of like 
very full on and I, I don't have it right and I don't have it figured out and I don't have any answers for anybody, but I do have like a lot of questions that you can ask and just, it's like every day I'm, I'm willing for each day to be its own creation and not have it, um, there's certain things that we've scheduled that are the same, like bath time has really worked out well for us to have that be a ritual every night. It seems to like signal to them like, oh, this is the end of the day. We're going to go to sleep now. So that helps. Um, but, you know, when I have meetings, I have meetings. And sometimes like last night I had one at 9 p.m. because it was with someone in Sweden. And, you know, this morning it's uh, it's 10 a.m. and we're doing a radio show. So I don't have I don't have a set schedule. Um, right which is great and it's like I you can end up feeling like you're working all the time between the seven full-time jobs of raising twins and the uh, other <laughs> the other jobs that I do so I really like that phrase <laughs> seven full-time jobs that really like gets uh, across <laughs> that's just for each one of them so that's like 14 uh, yeah <laughs> no, it's and with it's you and very Joe involved, full. That's like that's like the twenty-eight full-time twenty-eight jobs. full-time job, yeah, <laughs> and that's just that's the unpaid one. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's wonderful. Well, it sounds like it's just it's really neat to hear the different examples of how we can create our reality and the reality that that you're creating. Like it's it seems like a really neat sort of, and I'm sure it's not a picturesque oasis all the time, but mm. <laughs> but it's like... It's I'm, really I'm, I'm, I'm talking to you right now with baby vomit on my shirt sleeve. I you know, <laughs> like definitely have not showered yet today. Um, may, may get there, may not. Um, it's not a pretty picture most of the time. Uh, yesterday it looked like a bomb blew up in our house. Um, it was just... But yeah, it is. <laughs> that is one of the joys of being a mommy. Like everything is a mess all the time, and when it is clean for ten seconds, be grateful, and then don't expect it to stay. That's what I've learned. <laughs> so, <laughs> I think that's good advice. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's just <laughs> it's just so cool to see like like everybody has different examples of different realities, and like. This is like it's really neat. Like you, you made a choice and rearranged everything to create a really cool life for yourself and for them yeah. and for Dylan and everything. Like it's just so neat. Like, like our life can look any way that we want it to. Well, and that's just it. It's like you have these what Gary calls big choices, and when you make a big choice, like having a child is a big choice, it's one of those life-changing, reality-changing choices, and it doesn't just affect you. It affects people in your life and, and everyone that you're connected to and the world around you, and it it's something that you, you can um, make a conclusion out of or you can – be in total question with it and have it be a choice every day. It's like a couple of days ago, I, I really just lost it and I I quit. You know, I quit the jobs um, and I walked out. All you know, twenty eight of walked, them. Yeah, all twenty eight of them. I didn't I didn't walk out without like you know they weren't like dying. I just said, hey, I need a break, and um, I went and painted my toenails. It was really super awesome and you know thirty minute break and I came back. I was like, okay, I'm ready to choose this again. It's like I have, and we have that 
um, kind of willingness with each other. Like if he needs a break or I need a break, it's like we have that willingness to be like, look, I, I just, I can't do it anymore and I need a break. And it's usually a very short break, but having that and then coming back to it, it's like, you know, I'll divorce him for 10 seconds. I'll, I'll fire myself from being a mother for 10 seconds and then I'll choose it again. So that it always is a choice. And that way you don't feel, (laughs) you don't feel stuck. Yeah. Exactly. So like, how does that work if like, like, I get it cognitively, but it's like, it's like, it's a choice in 10 seconds, but how do you, I'm not sure what I'm trying to ask here. It's like, how do you, how do you like really know it's a choice in 10 seconds? Because to me, that doesn't seem like a choice. In, like it is, like I'm going to go paint my toenails and stuff and breathe, but it's like you're still a mommy. Like, like it's well, such it, a I actually, big choice. I, yeah, and, but I actually do. I do consider it a choice. I could leave, you know, I could, I could leave physically, like I I could go move away and just like (laughs) abandon them or I could leave them with their dad or I could leave them with their grandparents or I could put them up for adoption or sell them or, you know, I could like, you know, or I could die (laughs) and I could choose to like, you know, it's in, I really, I mean, it's kind of ridiculous, but it's kind of not. Like, a lot of people do choose that, whether it's a disease or illness or a divorce or um, whatever it is, they choose not to be there. And it it is a choice, really. Like, I'm not – it's kind of like, oh, yeah, I wouldn't paint in my toenails. But it's, like, really that time where I go, like, okay, I'm not going to be a mom for, for th- you know, for 10 seconds or 30 minutes or a day or whatever Oh, okay. I actually totally just got the energy of that. That's cool. Yeah. And, of course, I still know that they're there and I'm still connected with them and I don't actually pull my energy out of their universe or away from them because that that doesn't actually create ease for me. It For me to be in connected to them or in communion with them where we're not separate at all times, even if I'm not physically with them, it, it creates an ease for me. It's like, okay, I know that they're – I'm always aware of when they require me or – if they're just crying because they're hungry and their dad can take care of that, that's like me being aware of them gives me that, um, gives me that awareness. Whereas if I pull my energy out of their universe and go by, like I'm out of here, then I wouldn't have access to when they actually would require me or not. Right. Um, So I always stay, it's like I stay connected with them and, it's like I've got to take a break for myself now. I'm starting to lose my shit. Like I'm not right. going to be a good mom if I stay, you know, in this state because I really want to like chuck you in the bin. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess yeah. the, the next question I want to ask you is how do you be a mom and be you? Like how do you not – because it's like – like Gary once said to me, Julia, you'll give up your choice. In like, if like if you have a husband, you will give up your choice to have the choice of you and him together, or like your life together. And he's like, your choice. You'll actually not have your choice in that. And he's yeah. like, that's how you'll do it. So I always have that buzzing in my head because you know he 
threw that in. So it's like for you, like how do you be Lauren and be mommy? Or well, like, like how do you I, not cut yourself off in any way? Because yeah. sometimes their needs do come first. Like they have to get fed even when you want to go on a picnic, you know? Well, that's what ha- that's kind of the deal when you when you sign up for the job. It's like for a period of time, they are completely dependent on you. They cannot feed themselves. They cannot walk. They cannot dress themselves. They cannot change their own, you know, diapers. Like they <laughs> they do yeah. require that um, of someone. And when you choose to be that someone, that that is your job, you know. So that's kind of the deal you sign up for. And if if you're not up for that, then you don't take the job on. But that doesn't mean you give up you. It's like even if I don't um, do something like, quote, for myself, like painting my toenails <laughs> um, mm-hmm. every day, even if I don't choose to do that, that doesn't mean I give up me. It's it's the difference between doing and being. It's like I can be me and um, do nothing but take care of babies all day. Can I do that every day of my life? Probably not, because that's not the only thing that brings me joy. So right. it's like it's always being a question of what what um, what works for you pragmatically, and never giving you up even for a second. So it, does that make sense? It's it's um, yeah. It's not about what you. It's not about what you choose to do in your day, whether whether that's you being you. That's just about what you're doing. Cool. So if I was, it's like if I was truly being me today, how would I be with them? Right. And just just getting the energy of that and that the doing comes from that space. It's that question of if I were truly being me here. Because a lot of us, as soon as we become a a mom, become what our moms were for us because that's what we were shown as that's what mom is and and for me the way my mom was with me is not the same as who I choose to be as a mom right so I had to destroy and uncreate everything that it was you know everything that being a mom is to me everything that I am to being a mom everything being a mom means to me and destroy and create all of that every day you know, and so that it becomes um, a creative process, a, crea- a creation, not a conclusion of this is what being a mother is. Being a mother means you give up yourself. Being a mother means you um, have no time for you. Being a mother means you secretly hate your job, but you and you don't believe it was a choice. You know, but you're doing it anyway. Like being, right. <laughs> it's like all, it's like all of these things that we have kind of running in the background right that's cool yeah yeah can you run like a clearing on being and doing and and uh like having clarity on that sure i didn't know if we were running clearings on this i'm happy to we sure do cool so um (laughs) so well let's just just try not create everything that came up when i asked those questions about what all of what being a mom means to you and what you mean to being a mom. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pop, online, shorts, boys, and beyond. And what have you made so vital about giving up you to do and be a role that you would never be you, that you would choose that over being you? 
Cool. And everything that is times a godzillion will be destroyed and uncreated all. Yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. It's almost, what have you made so vital about doing rather than being that creates you as choiceless? Let's just leave it at that. Everything that is sounds like a billion will be destroyed and uncreated all. Totally, yep. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. Because if you make it vital to do rather than to be, then you will have that where you where you give up you. Or it's also what Gary was talking about with you where, okay, if I'm a wife, then I give up me. It's like you take on these roles or these beingnesses rather than be you. Right. Oh, that makes me yawn when you say that. <laughs> so all the beingnesses you've created so that you can choose to never be you, will you destroy and uncreate all of those? Yeah. Right, wrong, give that pop pop on my shorts, boys and beyond. Yeah, very cool. Cool. So what else, what else can you tell us about the joy of being a mommy that we don't know? Or maybe the unjoy of being a mommy? <laughs> Both. <laughs> uh, you know, it's like having a facilitator with you nonstop that looks at your shit like that you have thought that you could just not look at all the time really right. intensely and when you don't look at it it's like they put it in your face and smear it on you <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> that's the i don't know if it's a joy or a unjoy but it is really intense both um, yeah yeah one thing we've noticed is well i don't know if this is just our kids but they don't let us get away with not being us even for a second. And when something's up for one of us and um, we're not acknowledging it, they get very uh, loudly unhappy sometimes. Wow. So, and it's like, you know, your child's crying. What do you, what do you do? You go, most people, and us included, the first thing you go to is, what's wrong? Why are they crying? And so you go to fix it. Okay, let me feed them. Oh, they're still crying. Okay, let me check their diaper. Yeah, nope, that's clean. Like, okay, what else? Are they tired? No, they just took a nap. Like, what? Okay, you go through all the normal stuff and check, 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 check. None of that's wrong. And you go, okay, why? So then for us, we go to this question of like, well, what is it? You know, what is it? Wow. What are you... What are you aware of? And there'll be times, me? yeah, yeah, what are you wow. trying to tell me? That's so and, powerful. Could you imagine, Lauren, if every mom or dad went to that question? Like, like, yeah. oh, you're not, you're not, you know, cooperating right now. Like, what are you trying to tell me about me? Or, you know, like, what can we all change here? Like, that's fucking awesome. That's unheard of. <laughs> So this is like, I know the world needs these tools. So it's, yes. but you know, it's embarrassing how much of the time it is nothing about them. They're trying to show me or their dad something. And it's, I mean, literally 99% of the time it is not something's wrong. It's, they're trying to make us aware of something that we haven't been willing to look at. It's like I'll be on the phone with someone and they will start crying and I'll go, oh, 
okay, what is that? Uh, wow. Are, are you are you giving me some awareness of this person? And a lot of the people that I, I talk to, they've met, you know, friends of ours and um, classes and things, or they, you know, even if they haven't met them physically, and they'll be tapped into their universe. So they'll be, you know, um, some of our friends recently have gone into the hospital with, you know, some pretty intense body stuff. And it's like, yeah. I noticed, like, Preston's um, really connected to um, one of our, our friends here, and she went into the, to get surgery a couple of days ago, and it's like, he wouldn't stop crying. And I go, okay, who, like, who does this belong to? And it, she totally pops in my head, and I'm, okay, what's going on? Do you do you have some awareness? Like, is there something we can contribute? Is this yours? Like, do you, you know, I just start asking them questions like I would, uh, you know, an adult, Um until it lightens up and then you know one day I'm I'm asking him all these questions and I just get like he he just starts crying more and more loudly and I'm like okay do we need to call her and he stops okay I'll call her you know so and it turned out she you know was waiting to get into to um to have her surgery and I I kind of got the awareness that us like just tapping in and asking you know what can we contribute she was able to get in, you know, a few hours later and have the surgery that she needed. So it's like, was he crying because there was something wrong or was he crying because he's like, you know, look, I need to contribute this. Like, I need to talk to her. Like, let me talk to her now. And I'm like, okay, okay, you know. <laughs> and it's like, wow. that, that's the sort of thing that, I mean, it's a completely bizarre concept, but that's what they're, one of the joys is that they're always showing me how, how much they're willing to contribute, how much they they do contribute to people that are all over the world that, you know, whether they know it or not or can receive it or not. And it's like um, there's such a gift in this world already and, and that they they don't have a point of view and they just are willing to contribute all the time and they're so freaking aware. Um, and they just desire to to really to to be them and to have that not even that energy just to be them in the world and to be that contribution that they naturally be wow wow that's parenting done different <laughs> i'd say so <laughs> <laughs> what you just took us through was like it's just i just i know how parents are and how we've all been raised and it's just so there's just so much else possible and it's Thank really you. cool to see you out in the world doing it yeah thanks <laughs> yeah wow cool um well we have a couple of minutes left we have about five eight minutes left um is there any types of classes or things you have coming up that you'd like to let us know about or any final kind of things that we've well, got? Uh, started, we've started doing two things. Um, I became a Joy of Business facilitator with um, the Access Joy Business classes and Simone Melissa's. And uh, I've started, well, I will be starting to do my very first Joy of Business for Moms class in December. And it's going cool. to be live streamed all around the world, and it's free, so that might be something that people are interested in. It's um, you can go to accessjoyofbusiness.com, 
and uh, sign up for the for the free taster. It's on um, December 11th in Australia and 10th in the U.S. and North America. And the second thing is um, the we just started uh, a, started building a website called Twinnies, which is spelled uh, E A S E twinese.com and we'll be creating a blog there and um, posting classes and different things and tips and um, just stuff for parents on like I mean bizarre things like that like asking your kid what they're aware of and facilitating them and allowing their facilitation of you and receiving that and um, we're doing a class called talk to me in a couple of weeks. Yeah, and you can find that it's on um, November 23rd or 24th, depending where you are in the world, and that is at twinease.com. And it's going to be Dylan and I doing two calls on just baby communication and actually unborn and newborn communication because this started... Um, our communication with them and our awareness of of them started even before they were born, which probably wow. sounds really strange. But they were they were very I mean, loud. I mean, so much of so much of communication is touch too. Like I'm sure a lot of that will be about conscious touch and and like what that creates. Hmm. Yeah. Well, they're um. Yeah. They're bodies um, are very different and more aware than our adult bodies because they are so brand new and just having that um, you know it's like we say when you run a, a child's bars it only takes like a minute you know they don't have very many many points of view or solid, solid things in their body so um, communicating with them touching their bodies I mean they they love being touched they love being tickled and kissed and bath time and, you know, they really, they have the joy of embodiment and it's like, there's so much that I learned just from watching them with their bodies. Like, they don't, I mean, like imagine every time you had to fart, you like went, ah, like, you know, I mean, it's just funny, you know? <laughs> like, they don't, they don't suppress anything, you know? Like, oh, I got a, you know, a little nausea. It's like projectile vomit. Like, they just, <laughs> they just let it all out, and it's uh, it's pretty funny to to watch and, and pretty cool because I, I go, okay, part, some of this wouldn't be very practical as an adult just to, like, <laughs> spewing body yes. fluid, but it, but, <laughs> but it is... <laughs> But it is cool. I mean, there's part of it's, you know, um, the body does develop ways of, of, you know, controlling these things a little bit. But um, they don't suppress or repress anything in their body. It's, they really just have that total communion with, like, right. you know, ah, this hurts, ah, you know, or, oh, that feels good, yay. It's just really, <laughs> um, they're, they're really mm-hmm. transparent with <laughs> what's going on in their body. Right. Wow, that's really cool. Yeah, and it's like, frick, it is a, like the greatest facilitation you could ever have. Like, like uh, in terms of they're actually facilitating you, like like the thing with your friend in the hospital, and mm. and then also just showing you a different way of living. Like that's just, just amazing. They do. 
there are there are two greatest facilitators and little tiny bodies and I'm sure it'll I'm sure it'll grow and change as they get older and can talk and run around and you know even do more than they do now. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, that's really neat. Wow, I'm so I'm so glad that I got to to hear all of this and I know that so many people are going to going to listen to this and and just I don't know, it's just it's really inspiring to me. It's like it's like I I guess I kind of was like just found like parenthood to be such an intense commitment and and it is. And it is. <laughs> and it's like but it's like it's like what are you creating and like like what's the mm. world going to be like? So you know the other thing too just maybe a final note is like to ask it to be a joy. It's you know one thing that doesn't occur to us is to you know I'll ask them to you know to be easy. You know, can you please make it easier on me? This is not working. You know, could you please, like, how much fun can we have today? You know, usually in the morning it's like, hey, guys, good morning. And they're always happy in the morning anyway. But I'm like, how much fun can we have today? What can we create? What are you aware of? What do we want to change? What do we want to do? What do we want to be? You know, where do you want to go? And just, like, asking them questions. Wow. And And asking them to contribute to us. Because instead of deciding that, you know, this is hard and this day is going to suck and how do I get through it and, oh, my God, it's like, hey, you know, what would it take for this to be easy? Are you guys willing to contribute to this being eased? Because if it's easier on me, it'll be easier on you and everyone will be happier and, you know, you'll get more of what you want and so will I. So can we do that? You know, and just really requesting that of your kids is another thing you can do. Hmm. Sneak. Wow. Cool. Well, thank you so much for for sharing all of this. I got a shit ton out of it, and I'm sure that <laughs> thank everybody you. else. Yeah, especially the the parents listening, but even for the not parents, it's like like I'm just yeah. Thank you for your awareness and and for what you're being out there in the world and creating. It's very powerful stuff. Thank you, and same to you. I hope I get to see you and you get to meet them sometimes, too. Yeah, yeah. Pretty soon they'll be jetting around the world with you and Dylan. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Awesome. All right. Well, um, and thank you for everybody um, listening in, Um, and those of you who are on live and those of you in the future listening to this, and uh, hope you are wherever, if it's almost 11 a.m. in Australia or pretty much bedtime here on the East Coast. Um, I hope you guys are all doing good. And uh, thank you so much, Lauren. It was so great to talk to you. Awesome. Thanks. Thanks, everybody. Bye.